Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. Right, which is mainly metal music and live music. I'm on your host, Brian, joined with my other host. Karen. Um, Karen, what is today's episode going to be about? Uh, we're going to talk about Crater at uh, the Vic Yeah, in actually, Chicago. Crater and Separatora. It's a co-headlining show we went okay. to go see. Um, this was their Clash of the Titans show, as you said, at the Vic. Uh, with them, we had Death Angel and Spirit World. Ticket prices for this were $32.50, $10.71 in fees, uh, also with a $3 will call fee because we got physical tickets that we picked up, and then amazing $0.15 cent for tax. <laughs> Did we talk about the date? Oh, yeah. This was uh, June 6th. June 6th. Yeah, June yeah. 6th. It was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it has been. So, I mean, it's it's been a couple weeks since we've seen the show, so the memory might be a little fuzzy, but we've listened to, we added all of the the tracks to our set list. I've listened to it a few times. I think you have too. Just, and it, it helps to like refresh your memory yep. when you, when you listen to that. Yep. Um, but yeah, I guess let's dive into it. it. It's the Vic again. We were just there not too long ago for Ailstorm. Yep. Really like this venue. Uh, you went in with the thought of, let's just go hang up and enjoy the show up in the balcony. So we kind of spent most of the night up there, but we'll get into it when we kind of wander down the floor a little bit later sure. in the evening. Yep. Not a sold-out show. A lot less people than there were at Elstorm. Like, yeah, I was surprised how little. So was I. Yeah, because I mean, this was a great concert. So yeah, it was a great show. I don't know what else might have been going on that people didn't show up. I don't know, but it was. I was surprised that it wasn't sold out, or not not necessarily sold out, but just what wasn't as packed. Yeah, Elstorm seemed like a lot more people. Like when I went down to the floor for them. Um, it was kind of hard to move around and I just didn't even bother. I kind of like hung out in the back and then went back upstairs to the balcony with you. But this one, yeah, you could, you could kind of move around kind of freely, honestly, yeah. through the, through the floor, wherever you wanted. Yeah. Coming into the show, I didn't really know of many of these bands. I've heard some Sepatora music. I've heard some crater music, uh, spirit world. I was like, I don't know who these guys are and death angel. Same thing. It's a band I've heard of. And yeah, I mean, they've been around forever. It's just something I've never really picked up and listened to in the past. Yep. I'm 100% the same. I had no clue who Spirit World was. Uh, Death Angel, I'd heard the name. I don't think I would listen to them. Uh, Sepatoro, I know Bloody Tongue. No, what is it? Uh, Bloody Roots. Roots. Yeah, and I only know that from uh, Killer's Confession that we saw last year with Bloodywood. And then I listened to a few Sepatoro songs after that. Um, and then Creator, I've heard a few songs, but honestly, whenever they would come on playlists, I skipped a lot. Not a big Creator fan? No. <laughs> this was definitely a show that I think we bought this pretty early on, and our year hadn't really been filled yeah. up with music, I think. Yep, that's that's very true. So it was like one of those, like, let's go see a show. We've heard of these yep. bands. We know it's going to be a metal night, so let's just go check it out. Yep. Yeah, it was. we didn't know that we were going to be coming off of a six-week Marathon? I don't know what you would say of seeing concerts. Like 13 shows in six weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we weren't really, when we bought these tickets, we weren't planning on that. I figured that uh, it might be a one show that we see for the month or something. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, I was excited because, I mean, it's the Vic. I like the Vic. And, yeah, like I said, it was music. So, okay, let's go check it out. And the price isn't bad, 32 bucks. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, also, Death Angel, like, going into it, we, a friend of ours, Jerry, uh, is in a band, Thrash the Titans, and one of the other, the other guitarists in that band, um, Eric is his name, and he was going to be playing with Death Angel 
the following week in Woolies in Des Moines. Yep. And it's like, oh shit, that would have been awesome to see that. Like, but we we didn't get to see it. And I, and I think Jerry um, ended up playing with Eric yep. in that band. Yep. Helped out, yeah. And Matt too, right? Like Matt came in and, and sung some for that. Too. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we, we didn't see it. everything we were seeing is off of um, social media, social media, <laughs> yeah. right? That, yeah. Their posts. But I mean, yeah. that was that's awesome that Eric got to play. And I guess all three of them got to play with uh, Death Angel. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it made me more excited to see this because I was like, oh, they're cool guys. Let's like they're playing with this band. Let's check out this. So definitely same thing. Like I went and got a tour shirt because of this, um, because they were playing with Tanzing. And I got a poster I don't know if they were the only ones with posters. I think they were. Um, I don't know. I didn't look at merch. Really. But I got a poster because, again, it was going to be like the next show or a couple shows later was Woolies in Des Moines. That's like, yeah. oh, I can point to that and be like, that's where they played. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Even though we didn't get to go. If we could have made it, that would have been a lot of fun to go see. But it just. Yeah. I think it's on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. Yeah. And midweek out of state is hard. Yeah, so. for sure. And Spirit World when we walked in and saw their, their merch stand as well, I was like, holy shit, I actually know who this band is. Yeah. It's so funny when you do things, because you do this a lot, where when something clicks, you're like, oh no, I know who they are. Like, it's just your whole attitude or mentality like changes. It's it's really fun. I, I, I should record it sometime, <laughs> but I don't know when you're going to do it. Right. So, but um, it's fun. I actually found out about them earlier this year. Uh, Slipknot, the Not Fast mailing list, sent out a they do it every now and then where it's like this band has a new album out this band has a new album out here's a new band we just discovered you should listen to they used to do like a um like a a band camp of the month or something like that oh, where they found okay. random we, we bought a vinyl from one of them i don't know if they keep if they're still doing that or not but i haven't looked at the they have a a main newsletter i think that comes out once a week i don't really read that i just skim it and throw it away oh, okay but the main thing I want the fan club for is the the early access to pre-sale codes and whatnot to yeah. concerts. Yeah. But they did announce like, hey, Spirit World, World's got a new album out. Check it out. The vinyl was like 300 pressing, 500 pressing or something like that. Very small. It was a colored vinyl. So at first I was like, oh, I really want to get this. This is going to be awesome. And I thought about it. I was like, ah, I just... I must have just bought some vinyl or something, and I was like, I don't need more records right now. I need to stop. I need to take a break. Like, <laughs> we work on my budget. We see that all the time, and then we buy them. Yeah, and I didn't do it, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go listen to this on Spotify, and I did listen to it, uh, that album, and I was like, this is actually really good. I really enjoy this album. The album cover is like a cowboy. It's very Western-themed, yep. uh, orange-looking, red, maybe red. I can't remember. but it Orange and red, I think. It reminded me of Red Dead Redemption, the video game. Oh, okay. I was like, is this like a soundtrack to that? Like, what's going on here? I'm really confused. And I thought the same thing when they came out. It's like, it's sort of like they're really inspired by Red Dead Redemption um, or just Westerns in general. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what that is, but I thought of it as like a John Wayne or like yeah. a, some Western that was, would be playing. That's a video game that's basically Grand Theft Auto in... in the western. midwest the uh, western like in the oldie time western oldie time. time stuff yeah whatever <laughs> so funny um but yeah i saw that behind their their merch stand where it's just like the album cover and then it was up on the stage as well as their backdrop and it's like oh shit yeah that's right they were uh, the not fest thing i didn't get their album um they were i remember enjoying them i haven't really listened to them since but i do remember enjoying it when i did listen to it and 
Yeah, they came on, and I guess let's just go through the, the set list okay. real quick. So they started it with Command Chira, Ligeria Santanisa. Those two, I'm not sure how to pronounce. Yeah. Um, then we get, for the third track, uh, The Bringer of Light, Committee of Buzzards, I like that name, Unholy Passages, Ulcer, Relic of Damnation, and Pagan Rhythms. Really, really fun set. Really, really fun band. I really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. Yeah. I just I said that like four times the same way, but like it was it was fun. Um, the one thing I wasn't sure about was on stage right in the back. What that guy was doing? Yeah, there's just a guy <laughs> standing there with like a box and he was just bouncing know. around. I kept watching to see if he was playing an instrument or something. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is he was like supposed to be the bartender or something. I don't I don't know, know what his role was either. And I thought the same exact thing. Um, I'm just like, what? what is his he's like the hype man i think i even put that in like notes or something oh, did you yeah i think i was like they have a hype man because <laughs> it was just like somebody because i don't think that that was like a keyboard or anything and i don't think he had a dj station or anything no it so it was almost sort of like um uh orgasm? orgasm yeah i was gonna say orgasm where the no gun guy is back there bouncing around and just going fucking eight yeah, shit crazy isn't Wargaza isn't his like doesn't he do the backing tracks and stuff? I don't know if he does the backing tracks, but he does seem like a PA type guy as yeah. well, where he's talking with the the main sound engineer as well, being like, "Hey, can you tweak this? Can you do this?" He's got shit in that case yeah. that he's tweaking. Uh, they'll bring the instruments to him and he'll tune them for the next set yeah. or song or whatnot. So I, I think he has a little bit more of a. I don't want to say he has a more of a role, and he also had a singing part right where he came out at the end. Yeah, I just. I kept looking to see if he was going to, this guy with um, a spirit world was going to do, do the same. similar things. Yeah. It, it's kind of funny that in within a month, we saw two bands, opening bands that had the same type of person where we're just like, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure, but I mean, it didn't detract from no, the set no. at all. It was just one of those like, yeah, I'm going to be watching you mostly to see what's going to happen. Like yeah. what's up with this? Yeah. But other than that, yeah, like, the sound was fucking awesome. I kind of, like I said, I'd listened to it before, but I honestly kind of forgot about the music. Oh, like what I'm, it was like, yeah. I just remember listening to it and being like, I like this. It was good. And now seeing it this, you know, this time live and then uh, listening to it a few more times, the what they played, I really enjoy them. I'm going to actually listen to them more. Listen to them more often. Yeah. yeah. I, so my thoughts on it is I love their outfits. Yeah. I know sometimes I comment on outfits, but uh, they're kind of like mariachi yeah. in a way, but like Western mariachi. Well, I guess mariachi is kind of Western, yeah. but uh, two of them had uh, cowboy hats, which yep. they're headbanging with. So obviously they're like pinned on or something. Like there's no way you can headbang. It just fit well. I don't know. I don't think you can headbang with. I think you can. I, I don't know. Uh, and then the other part that I remember, because um, it has been a couple of weeks, but even listening to it on Spotify, I remember like there was like no pause in between songs like there they played yeah. eight songs in like 20 minutes or whatever 25 minutes and it was just like one after another after another after another which i really really enjoy because then you don't have that like down like quiet time like where you're just waiting for them to tune their instruments or whatever was there much crowd interaction um like you can you can definitely do that with crowd interaction, but I don't remember yeah, there being no much crowd interaction or anything like that. Yeah, like from the lead vocalist or anything. Maybe like 
hello Chicago we're back or something like that yeah like, but yeah. not a whole lot but there wasn't like yeah I I know what you're saying like um who am I thinking of um chemists like the first time we saw chemists well the second time I guess we saw chemists is when I realized oh the crowd interaction so they can tune their instruments oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like all that stuff so but yeah no I don't remember much because all I remember is music 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 like as soon as they got done with this song a lot of their songs have a backing track or like a track before the song starts which is like I, w- I was gonna look it up but it kind of seems like it's um lyric or not lyrics but uh, like a script from a movie or a, like a western or something um and so they like as soon as they stop one song that starts playing and then they go right in so they do have like a 12 second or 10 second like that little break. bit where they do the, the audio over the back yeah and that's like where they would get to drink water or you know like whatever but it was it was go 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 which i like i said i really enjoyed um and it really made for a fast-paced night of like let's get going you know like get going the other thing i really liked is it's i don't know what the genre would be but in my mind it's like thrash rodeo or thrash western western thrash western thrash yeah like and not like western as in like a country but like the old westerns yeah yeah um and it's just very you got the thrashy like guitar riffs but then the imagery and the song lyrics and everything is like western themed so yeah like I said, when as soon as I saw that that cover, I was like, "This is." It reminds me of you know that that video game Red Red Dead, yeah, Redemption, and yeah, um, the music kind of goes along with it in terms of like thrashy but western, as you were saying, and then of course they they leaned into it with the the outfits as well. The I don't say costumes, but the the imagery of the band yeah. as well, yeah, which I thought was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, they were good. I don't. You said that you'll check them out again. I'll listen to it. It's not something that I'm probably going to be like, I want to listen to this sort of thing. But if it comes on the playlist, obviously I'll listen to it. But Yeah. If I find a vinyl when we're out shopping, yeah, I'll probably pick yeah. one up and then we'll listen to it from time to time. Yeah. Um, it's something I'll definitely be on the lookout for when they come back to town. I definitely want to see them again. Oh, yeah. I would go see them again. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it's my music to be like, I'm in the what mood. What are you in the mood for? Listen. Yeah. Like, I'm in the mood to listen to Spirit World right now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, all around, good show, good set. Um, yeah. Very happy we got to see them. Very happy I remembered who they were once I saw <laughs> saw their shit. Um, but next we get Death Angel. Again, a band I had heard of and was aware of subconsciously, I guess. Yeah. But not a band I've really listened to in the past. Um, and yeah, they opened with Lord of Hate, followed by Voracious Souls, the Dream Calls for Blood, The Moth, Homicide, and human, then... Human Side. Human Side, sorry. Human Side. And The Ultraviolent slash Thrown to the Wolves. The Ultraviolent, I think, is it's an instrumental. I'm oh, pretty okay. sure. Okay. Uh, the few times I listen to it again, it's I'm listening to it while I'm working, so yeah. it's it just plays for a while and a while and a while, and then it goes yeah. into... That's really a long song, though. It is. I remember. So right. I think it's an instrumental, and I think that's sort of like they cut it... This is one where it's listed as the sixth track where it's the ultraviolence slash thrown to the wolves. And I think it's sort of like they do the ultraviolence for a little bit or like half oh, the okay. song and then weave that into the thrown to wolves. I can't quite remember, but I think that's what ended okay. up happening. But like I said, the band I had heard of in the past but kind of forgot about. And then when you hear their name, it's like, oh, yeah, this 
I've heard of them, but never listened to their music. Yep. So I kind of knew they were going to be an old school thrash band. Yeah. But also I was kind of shocked that they were an old school thrash band at the same time. Uh, uh, I guess I, I assumed that they were an old school thrash band. Like playing in San Francisco. What's that? Fillmore? Is that the Fillmore, yeah, yeah. Is that the one in San Francisco? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely like, I don't know. I Like I said, I've heard of them, but I didn't. For some reason, I never put them in like the '80s thrash scene, but okay. I, but again, I've we've watched documentaries where they talk about Death Angel, yeah, all the time, and they bring it up as in like one of the founders in the '80s. Yep. And I don't know why, it just it never clicked with me until we saw them out there. And it's like, oh shit. Yeah, I I don't remember what um, documentary we were watching, but they did bring up like that they were one of the like. Yep. They're not the top four or uh, big four the big or whatever. Four. Yeah, yeah. The documentary I think was on. Uh, Amazon Prime. I can't remember what it was called, but we we watched it. It was just like a history of metal going through yeah, the yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And it was like early 2000s because Shadows Fall was like <laughs> the new band they were talking about. Yeah. Maybe it was like the History of Thrash. I can't remember what documentary it was, but it's it was on Amazon there for a while. But I don't know Shadows if it still Fall is. isn't Thrash. They are. Are they? I think they're considered Thrash oh. for sure. Like I new metal, new Thrash. Oh, okay. New uh, metal, I would say yes. But <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyway, yeah. We're not good with the whole genre thing. So, I mean, from that documentary, you know they've been around for a while, at least, or I should have known, and for some reason I didn't, but I never clicked to me that they were. But even the, they came out and they're like, so good to fucking be back in Chicago. We've been here so many times, and they've been around forever doing shows, and I don't know, it was was awesome to see them, but it was a pretty quick set, just six and a half tracks. Yeah, I agree. It it was really, really quick, and personally, I would have listened to them for like a two-hour headlining set or, like, an hour and a half headlining set. They were really good. Um, the lead vocalist was, like, front man for a headlining band, um, in my opinion. Even yeah, yeah, for yeah. this, even for a quick 30-minute set, like, he was... Put on a great show, yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. Kind of like what we talked about with Lamb of God, because we've seen them so many times that it's, like, they put on the same show no matter if they're playing a 30-minute set or they're playing an hour and a half. Like, it's the same energy. Not the same show, but, like, the same energy. And that's what I got from this, too. Like, I kind of got jealous that we weren't going to see their headlining show in Des Moines. Yeah. I I mean, all the bands tonight are in that night put on a great, great performance. That, like, all could have been headliners for sure in their own in their own right. I agree. I was also thinking the same thing, that I would have flipped the bill. Um, I would have put Spirit World. I would have enjoyed Spirit World on top, then Death Angel, then Sepultura, then... Uh, creator in in so my way. Spirit World as a headliner. I like that. That said oh, a lot. I, I would have done. I would have done Spirit World, Creator, Sepultura, Death Angel. That's your reverse working your way yeah. up. So Spirit World still is the first opener. Oh yeah. Okay. I would not have had them be a headliner. I don't know. I I enjoyed their music. Their set a lot. Their set was my favorite set of the night. Really? For sure. I think Death Angel was probably my favorite set of the night. Death Angel was great. I agree. It was yeah. an awesome set, but it. Wasn't as good, in my opinion, okay. as uh, Spirit World, for sure. That's absolutely fine. One of but us could be I, right, and one of us could be wrong. <laughs> but I definitely did super enjoy Death Angel's set. It was a blast to see. Um, musically, it was fucking phenomenal. Sounded amazing. The energy was fucking amazing. Uh, I agree. I would have loved to see more of them, as them too. And this sort of gets into the, I guess, a little bit of, like, it's four bands, like, to me, that's almost too many bands for 
a live show. I like, I think three's the sweet spot for okay. me. Four is fine. We're seeing a lot of shows with four. Anything over four is sort of like a, all right, that's a little too much. I don't, unless you start at five and we go till midnight because I want. You I, want more time. I could have taken, you could have even cut Spirit World from this set, like this tour, right? And then you could have given Death Angel an extra 15 minutes and then an extra 10 minutes to Sepatora, right? Like, I don't know. I I like, uh, to me, the three acts is a great sweet spot. Um, four, like I said, fine, but. Okay. But that's where then we could have got a little bit more Death Angel or we could have seen them at their own headlining show, which it sounds like they've been to Chicago a lot. sounds like they're going to come back to Chicago. So we'll have to keep an eye out and hopefully get them on their headlining tour for sure. Yeah. Again, though, we were up in the balcony for this, too. It was fine. You wanted to sit up there and enjoy the show from the balcony and just watch it, which I'm really confused, but I think the last time we talked about the Vic, you brought up a good point of, like, it's a smaller, intimate venue where you are feeling like you're part of it because you do hate seats a lot. But here it's like, I want to sit in the seats to watch the show. And in the past you've said, I don't want to watch a show. I feel like all I'm doing is watching it. So I... That's at, like, a stadium, though. That... Sorry, I, I guess I didn't say that. Very, that was during the Three Days Grace and Shinedown. Shinedown. And I honestly felt like I was watching a show happen. Yeah. And not that I was there. But that's like in a stadium show where you're really far away from everything. Like at the Vic, pretty much if you're in the balcony, you're just as close as if you're on the second um, tier of standing. I don't know how to say that because there's like... There's the floor, and then a tier up, and then a tier up. And if you're on the second tier, you're at the same position as you would be if you're standing. Like, if you're in the balcony, you're at the same position as if you're standing. What do you mean? I don't Like, same distance from the stage and everything. Oh, because it's, like, over, like, you're over the, the people yeah. below you. Yeah. I got you. Or, like, now. in a okay. stadium, you're way away from the stage. Yeah, you're fur- it's further back. I mean, I get it now. Um, I'm, I'm still, still a little not taken aback but it takes me a few seconds to be like why do you want to sit in the balcony you don't like seats but then it's like oh wait no it's the size of the venue more than anything uh but yeah we were we were up there for this um but for sepatura mix it up a little bit at least i do you stayed up there all of sepatura right did you come down okay um let's get in that then unless there's anything else you want about i think i went down first death angel so they came out with Isolation, uh, Territory, Means to an End, Kiros. Yeah, I think it's Kiros. Kiros. Yeah. Propaganda, Guardians of Earth. Uh, real quick on that one. When they said Guardians of, I was like, oh, yes, Asgard. <laughs> They're going to do a cover or something. I don't know their music all that well. Yeah. Uh, but I really enjoyed their set. Um, Ali. Agony of Defeat, Refuse Resist, Arise, Retamahata, and then they closed with Roots, Bloody Roots. The one song I knew. Yeah. Um, I don't know many of their songs. Like I said, we've listened to a few of them on Spotify, on Shelf and whatnot, and it comes on. Yeah. There's one song I know that if I heard it, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's Separatora. I like that song. Yeah. That they didn't play. Um, and I was kind of disappointed, but at the same time, it's like I couldn't say shit because I was like, I don't know what yeah, song it is. Yeah, you don't know. Is. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Did not realize. I think they're a Brazilian band. Really? I think so. Yeah. I'll look that up. And I don't know where in the set that that came from that it clicked with me. I think they said something or I don't know. Something yeah. something clicked that it was like, oh, shit, they're Brazilian. Hmm. I didn't catch that that night and I didn't know. Yeah. Um, That's really cool. You don't really, I mean, in my world or our world of music, like you don't really hear of a Brazilian metal band. You don't, no. I'm always shocked when I find out a band is from a different country. Oh, really? Yeah. And unless it's Sweden. I mean, I'm shocked then, but then at the same time, I was like, ah, oh, that's, <laughs> I should have known. Okay. Like, it's like, oh shit, you're from Sweden? Uh, you're, you're fucking awesome. I should have known. Like, everything from Sweden's fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, South America has such a huge metal scene. They do, yeah. Um, I just, maybe that's something we need to work on is um, searching out bands from like South America because I'm sure that they have a lot of fantastic fucking bands. I'm sure they do. But I mean, even Gojira, they're French. And like when I found out about that, it's like, oh damn, I didn't know that. But it's, I don't know, it's weird because I don't want to search out just Brazilian bands, right? I don't want to like, I'm in the mood for Brazilian metal. I just want to find good metal music. Right. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's like search for metal, like just search for them, listen to them, be like, oh, I like this or I don't like this, and then yeah, move on. But I mean, there, there's, there's got to be metal in like all countries around the world, right? I'm like, sure most countries so have metal music. You gotta, <laughs> I don't know. I, well, I don't know. Like, I'm sure s- there's some quest- countries that probably in don't. Zimbabwe. Does Zimbabwe? <laughs> they might have something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a country that um, might not have it. But yeah, I'm definitely into also the non-English lyrics too. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm trying. I would I would definitely gravitate towards that. And that you're definitely not going to get on the radio or shit like that, right? You have to kind of search that out. Like it's very rare that you're going to get like Rammstein and yeah. The it's, Who. It's to just break Duhas. Through. Duhas is like the only Rammstein that they play on the radio. Yeah. But I mean, even The Who has gotten pretty big in the States and they sing in Mongolian or. Yeah. Unless they have a guest singer. Um, vocalist. Yep, that too. Um, but yeah, no, um, I thought that was awesome once I, it clicked with me that there were... Yeah, I wish I would have made that connection. I didn't make that. Yeah, and, and as I said, Guardians of Earth, I was like, shit, Guardians of Asgard. And then they like, Guardians of Earth. And I was like, all right, I'll go with this. This will be fun. There was another song. I don't know if it was Agony, Defeat, or Ollie, but the... Um, other guitar player comes out in like an acoustic guitar and it's like oh. a slow mellow intro type bit. Yeah. I don't remember what song that was. I remember that part, but I don't remember what song that but was. But I really enjoyed that song as well. Yep. And I was down on the floor for most of this. I don't actually think you did come down. I think I don't think stayed. I did for Sepatora. No. Um, so you went down because the lights yeah. were very shiny. So we, as I mentioned, our friend Jerry, uh, he is a, massive Megadeth fan and he went to go see Megadeth with uh, Lamb of God last year. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. And he, we were talking to him about that, uh, him and him and Darla and like, they're like, yeah, um, we didn't enjoy Lamb of God's light show or light set or their set because of their lights. I was like, what do you mean? And they were in seats and like the lights would just shine right in your face. And that's exactly what was going on here is we were right in that right spot in the balcony that the the led lights behind the band like the backing lights 
would shine up and like right in our face. Yeah, because there was so there was three platforms, one with um the drum kit and then two platforms on the side and then on the I thought it was really cool how it was set up. Oh yeah, but, it was awesome. Um and then on the front was like the lights. So they were like shining. But I get what you're saying. Like I don't think maybe just be I mean you are what six or seven inches taller than I am. Did like, you not get affected that much? I did sometimes, but not that much. it wasn't bugging me where I was like, I have to move. Okay. Where during interrupters or whatever. Yeah. Uh that was like we cannot be in here. So the interrupters were just straight lights behind them and just white light shining. So you got like the silhouette. Um, Lincoln Park did a music video from Meteora, their first track off of that album. I can't remember what it was. Okay. Um, but the music video was shot like that too, where they're playing with the lights behind them and all you see is the silhouettes of them okay. playing. And I, I think it's a really cool effect, a really cool look. For a music video, not for a goddamn concert. Yeah. Because the the effect is I and the audience are now blinded by light and I can't see you perform. All I can do is hear you. I can't. It, it sucks. And maybe it's we were just too far back. Maybe if you're really close, you don't have that effect. And that's definitely like one of the worst performances I've ever been to because of that reason. For interrupters? Interrupters. For okay. the interrupters, yeah. Okay. Um, and you're right. Like the, the LEDs they had on the like the base of the platforms would like rotate up like rotate pointing up and then down and up and then behind them they had those um led like pillars with the spotlights on them and the spotlights would move and yeah. it's those also that would like just shine right in my eyes and i started getting like a headache a little bit of a migraine and i was like i just i can't do this so i sat there for the first like two or three songs with my eyes closed like looking down like i can't i can't do this and like this is miserable i've got to move so I told you I'm gonna I'm gonna go downstairs and just hang out there. And it was much better down there. The lights were phenomenal down there. They weren't you affecting you whatsoever. I don't know why. Just in the balconies, it, it hit me so hard there, and it's just like yeah, right in my eyes. So I don't know. But while I was down there, I hung out um, by the Spirit World merch on stage left. And standing there on one of the platforms looking down, you know, watching the show. It was awesome, having a good time. And I see this guy or this person come up behind the um, behind the merch table and keep walking straight back where there's more bathrooms that go downstairs. We talked about this one yeah, time too, so. right? That if you're we, up in the balcony, there's like very little restrooms. Yeah, we thought that those were the only restrooms for the whole venue. But there's restrooms downstairs. On the main floor, which are much larger. Yeah. But even when we were at Milwaukee Metal Fest, there was people that went to that Ailstorm show and they didn't know either. They thought that there was only two restrooms. Yeah. Or the two stalls or those really small restrooms. So So if you go to this venue, there's restrooms on the main yep. floor as well, which just takes you in the basement. Um, but they are larger, a lot more uh, stalls and whatnot there. But I saw them leave. I was like, huh, I'm going to check this out. looks like there's like a little passageway thing. And it's like an ADA ramp that takes you all the way down to the stage. And there was nobody there. I walked basically right up to the stage. I could have got on the rail all the way, you know, to one side of the stage, which we've done that before. Um, you just have like a weird angle view. But it's a little nifty trick that I didn't know. Like, oh, shit, that's just a quick bloop down to the down to the front. Yeah, both sides have it. Both sides did. We um, When I brought you down for Crater, when you came down for Crater... We did the same thing. We wandered down there, showed that off to you, and then we walked to the other side. It's just like, I wonder if there's one over there too. 
Is that what and you thought? Is I that thought, what we walked over there? Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to check it out to like see if there was one over there too. And and there was one yeah. on either side. Um, but yeah, Sepatory was a good set. I enjoyed them a lot. Really good energy again. I don't listen to them a whole lot, as I said. I don't think you do either from time no, to time. No, no. I really enjoyed listening to them, though, on Spotify. Um, they, I will definitely listen to them a lot more. Um, out of all four bands, I think Sepatory's set list I enjoyed more on Spotify than any of the other bands. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like, what, when you say more on, like, you, of of the three sets, this is the one you're more likely to go back to and listen to again on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Death Angel, I enjoyed at the concert more. You enjoy them as a live yes, band as more. a live band. Okay. And then, but on Spotify, at, from listening to the concert, again, on Spotify, I enjoyed Sepatora's list. Or gotcha, set list gotcha, okay. Much more. Gotcha. Um, Death Angel is more of a live band for you because of like all the energy and the the interaction and whatnot. Yeah, and it just sounded better in my mind. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Weird. Yep. All right. Huh. Huh. Okay. Um, sometimes I, I sometimes I feel like bands sound better on Spotify, and sometimes I feel like they sound better live. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I've always felt the music sounds better recorded than live to me the music live sometime most almost all the time i'd say doesn't sound as good as polished as clean as it does recorded Mm -hmm. but i enjoy live more because i enjoy the atmosphere the the energy of the band the energy of the crowd that's what i enjoy about the music and i get yeah i get you that's what you're saying about death angel for sure Okay. Interesting. All right, cool. Um, Sepatory is something I'll definitely check out again. Um, I would see them again live too. Yeah. But it's not something I don't think I'm going to like seek out all that often on. Like I'm in the mood to hear Guardians of Earth, right? Like it's not something I'm going to just be in the mood to hear. But if it's on shuffle, I'm definitely going to listen to it. Yeah. After Sepatora, we get to the other co-headliner, uh, Crater. Crater. Uh, another band, again, a few tracks we've listened to ahead of time on Spotify, just while shuffling. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of them being Satan is Real. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Satan is Real. Satan is real. But you have said, like, this is when this kind of, when Crater comes on, usually, you, you usually skip it. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, like. Yeah, when I listen to the playlist or like set lists, or I listen to playlists a lot. And when Creator comes on, like I'll listen to a few, like thirty seconds of it, and I'm like, skip. And I don't know what it is about it, but it's just not something I'm hundred percent into. Is it the vocals, kind of more high pitched mm-hmm. vocals? It the vocals. It could be. Go ahead. No, yeah, I was just gonna say the vocals to me are reminiscent of when we saw Exodus. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Like, very similar stylings there. Yeah. I I don't think it's really the vocals. I think it's just how everything comes together. I don't know. Um, there's some bands that I really, really enjoy listening to, and then some I'm like, eh. Well, you also brought up, I can't remember if it was this night or a little later, where you brought up a lot of the thrash metal from the 80s have that high pitch sort of vocal styling where James oh, yeah, for instance yeah. is a yeah. little more deep. Yeah. 
I, yeah, I don't remember how I said that, but I think I said like a lot of, yeah, what you just said. <laughs> I don't um, want to repeat what you just said, so. No, anything to add to it or just? No, no, that James doesn't have, so the thing that I said was that James doesn't have the thrash metal vocal sound that the other bands have from yeah. that time period. And I like thrash metal for sure, but it's, there's a handful of bands I'll listen to mostly, and then usually not a whole lot of other. Usually it's the big four, right? And even of the big four, like Anthrax is something I'm, I don't really I'm not a fan listen of Anthrax, much. yeah. I like it. It's, I'll put it on, but it's one of the ones, it's my least favorite for sure of the big four. Yeah, I guess I would say that too. Like, it, I will listen to it, but it's, I, I have never, ever been like, I want to listen to Anthrax right now. And even like, you know, like Testament and Exodus and stuff like that. The thing that I gravitate towards is the musicianship behind it. The lyrics are sort of secondary for me. And yeah. that high pitched vocal is not something I enjoy personally also. Yeah. So like Megadeth and Metallica, like those vocal styles that they have are like fucking awesome. That's like the sweet spot again for me. But it, we, we didn't talk about the set list. Let's get into that yeah. real quick. Um, they opened with Hate Uber Allies, Awakening of the Gods, Enemy of God, People of the Lie, Betrayer, Satan is Real, Hordes of Chaos, A Necology for the Elite, 666 World Divided, Flag of Hate, then for the Encore they have Violent Revolution and Pleasure to Kill. Did Severtor play more songs than Trader did? Oh, you closed this out. I closed it It's out. okay. That's okay. Don't worry about it. We can get it real quick. In terms of number, yes, by one, but length, probably not. Yeah. But maybe. Uh, they did play. I did feel like this set was pretty short. Um, well, I figured it was going to be short because they went on at like 9.45 or Oh, nine. did they really? Yeah, they went on really late. Yeah. This is 10 o'clock. This is 10 o'clock. I, I don't feel yeah. like it was 10 o'clock. I think it was earlier than that. Oh. And they used the almost the exact same setup Sepertura did. All they did was bring out, you know, their instruments. But the the lighting was the same where you know they had the pillars, the the searchlight oh, okay. things, the base with the LEDs on the the risers and whatnot. And I did come back up to sit with you for a little bit for the first like song to see if the lights would be different. They were the same. I had the same issue. So then I went down and I think you followed with to go down and just experience the floor. And that's where we wander around. Like, there's not a whole lot of people down here. Yeah. Um, wander around is a, a statement. Yeah. You yeah. walked around a lot, and it was irritating me a lot. I don't know. I wanted to like check out different areas, different sides, and just yeah. I don't know, experience different things from the same show. Usually, we stand in one spot, and that's it. I wasn't necessarily into the music all that much, so it's like, let's go over here and see what it's like. Let's go over here and see what it's like. Yeah. I, I get that. Um, it was. I mean, obviously you can't communicate, so like you would just walk off. Yeah. And then I'd have to be like, "Oh, you are still moving, so let me move with you." And I personally felt like I couldn't get into the music because we weren't focusing on it. We were walking all over the place. Oh, gotcha. That's just me personally. So that's my own experience from their set. The other thing is, I took you down in that same stage left sort of secret passage that I took for Sepertura. Um. Again, not a secret passage. No, it was ADA the ramp. ADA ramp that you probably should not be standing on. But we weren't standing on it. We no. walked down it yeah. and into the crowd. Yeah. Um, but 
the one thing I, one of the reasons I was walking around, not only because I wanted to experience different areas, but their, their backing and their stage was fucking awesome. They had a giant Satan, like, blow up dude yeah. just hovering over everything. They had these, I don't know if they were, like, bishops or clergy members. I think they were, like, I thought of them as clergy. That's what I thought so too. Yeah. But there's some. I guess I don't know the difference between a clergy and a bishop. And I think clergy is like the overall term for all of it. Bishop oh, okay. is a rank. Okay. Whatever ones wear the red shit. There's one level that wear all like red cloaks and shit. Oh really? Yeah, and it's those guys that were like in nooses hung up yeah, all over yeah. behind. Is that Satan. in the Catholic Church? Yeah, 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 yeah. I seen it like white and black. White and black for sure. Um, but then I think, once again, I think it's like the high level of the bishops. When they like vote for popes, oh. it's that level who oh. all wear like the red shit. How do you become a bishop? Uh, rape many kids. I don't know. Basically. I don't understand. I need to study the Catholicism. Anyway, uh, but <laughs> they, were, they were hung up in nooses all over the place. They were in spikes being impaled. Like the Backdrop, the imagery was fucking awesome for yeah. this. It was definitely metal as yeah. fuck. Now, standing on this, both stage left and stage right, could you see the background? A little bit. Okay. Um, on stage left, I couldn't see. There were like two or three um, people who were being hung. Uh, I couldn't really see them all that well. And you could only see like the side of Satan. And same thing with the right. You could see now those people... Or those mannequins, right, being hung up, but you couldn't, and you got the side view of Satan. But then that's when we went to the center, because we were we could, and there it was easy to get there, and you could see like Satan and everything from there, and it's really cool to see that. Yeah, Satan was real. That was awesome to hear. <laughs> uh, it was fun. I do remember we were standing there for that and listening to that. When oh, we, I thought we were walking around during that. I thought we. I can't I'm remember. It's been sure a few weeks. Around. Yeah. Uh, but when we finally got to our final spot where we kind of ended the night and listened to like the last three to four tracks, uh, the guy behind me was like so fucking pumped and was like, this was his happy spot. This was his band. He was here to see them. He was awesome to see them. And I'm glad we came. I am glad we, we saw this show, yeah, but looking back on it, this would probably be one of the ones where if we could go through and cut it, this would probably be one that I would, I would cut. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, again, like, when we bought the tickets, we were not planning on going to so many shows in, so, like, in very few weeks, so. Yeah. But I was glad that we saw it. I was, too. I was very happy we saw this. Um, it's been it's been two weeks, three weeks now. Two and weeks. we yeah. haven't seen, well, it's the 22nd. And this was the 6th. That's six, 16 days. So 16 days, yeah, just over two weeks. Um. We haven't seen another metal show since then. Nope. And I'm kind of itching for one. Yeah. So again, if this had came out, if this if tour it, had been like this week. Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Fuck it, let's go." So it, yeah. it. Yeah, I. I enjoyed it. I had a blast. Um, the music, not necessarily my favorite in terms of Crater and Separator. I enjoyed it. I thought they were great. I'll listen to them again. I'll see them again live. But. To me, the bottom of the bill was where the. The most powerful, most powerful for me, um, Spirit World and Death Angel for sure were like my two big takeaways from this from this night. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to throw in? No, I, I had a good night. I don't know. 
Yeah, it was it was a blast. It was live music. We were out yeah. enjoying live yeah. music. So. I think I think I said this in another podcast, but my whole thought around bands I don't know has changed so much. Yeah. So I I glad that my mindset changed on that because I'm able to enjoy a concert like this where I don't know the bands and I enjoy every minute of it. Yeah. So go find live music and find new bands. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Bye.